Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 118. So, recently we launched our newsletter, last week actually, and it's a weekly curated email where we share different tips, tricks, and strategies that help you grow your project or whatever it is that you're working on. Um, Brendan and I are both writing blogs, and his first blog post is actually featured in today's newsletter that's being sent out. So it's not too late to be a part of that or to sign up. So to do that, you just have to visit detourtoneverland.com forward slash newsletter, and you can kind of see what's on our minds. Yep. So Catherine, you're also doing a blog post series as well, looking at different Disney movies and what lessons we can learn from them, right? Exactly. So if you had one guess at what this week's movie would be, you'd probably be right. So I'll leave that up to um, interpretation or guess. You'll have to click and find out or go to Instagram because we mentioned it. Yep. So today we're focusing on combining different passions into one project. So if you guys remember back to episode 117 with Sasha from the Enchanted Archives, Sasha does this as well as anybody I've ever seen mix two things with history and Disneyland and also Walt Disney and his life as well, mixing those into one project that she's pouring herself into. Yeah, and it's honestly something that I am pretty obsessed with ever since we connected with Sasha. I love, you know, absorbing all of her content just because it is pretty unique and it definitely speaks to her. I feel like everything that she puts out there is very much a reflection of her and her interests and I think that shines through. So to start off, when we think about, you know, different passions or things that we're interested in, Brendan, what would you say you're interested in? Um, I mean, Disney, of course, is like the top one. And then... You know, secondary, I think what shines through in Detour is kind of like self-development and personal development, I guess, would be the better, you know, overarching term. Those are two you know, things I think you can always keep working on yourself. And I think that Disney is the perfect kind of source of inspiration and guidance on how to keep molding yourself and becoming the best version of yourself. You said that very well. I'm pretty impressed. Did you not think my <laughs> sentence was going anywhere? Well, I just, I didn't know what you were going to say because I left it pretty open-ended and I, I honestly kind of put him on the spot. But when you think about those things and kind of what we're trying to do with Detour to Neverland and sharing, you know, all of these amazing, you know, guests and what they're doing, what does that mean to you? Mm, what do you mean? Like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a therapy session? <laughs> no, but I think it's important to have that buy-in and obviously that passion when you're creating something because like we've talked about before, if you don't have that, it's not sustainable. Obviously, Sasha as a historian feels very strongly about what she's doing, so we have to feel the same way. I d- yes. Okay. So I do feel very strongly that what we're doing 
helps so much. I think there's a couple of different ways to look at it, and we've talked about it a little bit. There's both the strategy side of things that our guests can help with, and some people lean more heavily on that. And then there's also the creative and inspiration side of it. And so I just think hearing other people's stories, like I feel like the luckiest person in the world to get to ask these questions firsthand because most of the time I'm just tailoring the questions to me and what I want to hear. And, you know, I think that works in an interview style. And obviously we're not just trying to appease to the masses. We're trying to get specific answers out through conversation. Um, but, you know, that's the biggest thing for me is that everybody has a story. I love learning about people and, you know, why did you decide to start the Enchanted Archives or, you know, whatever it might be. Just those stories that come out, I think, are are both inspirational and really telling. Yeah, and I totally agree. I think when, you know, we get to talk to all of our amazing guests, they're definitely sharing what they're interested in or what they might have expertise in. And honestly, it's just a good way to make yourself stand out because obviously everyone that we talk to has a shared common interest in Disney, right? That's pretty universal. But, you know, you have to make yourself stand out. And by throwing in what you love, I think it makes everything more authentic and more genuine. And in a way, it's going to help you niche down. Yeah. So I think there's some obvious ones that you can do. Like you can be Disney and also attractions and rides. Or you can be Disney and also movies. But there's also so many off-the-wall different passions that you can combine. You know, Disney and sports would be another one that I would be interested in going down a road. You know, because that's the, my one of my next biggest interests. Um, you know, you might be Disney in education, you know, whatever it might be. I think once you combine those two, you can play on both sides, both of those communities and both of those audiences, because I guarantee you, Sasha has readers on the Enchanted Archives that aren't necessarily the biggest Disneyland fans, but they love history and American history, or maybe they love Mark Twain, you know, whatever it might be. And that's what brings them in. And then maybe their love for Disney grows from there. Yeah, I love that. And it also, it definitely makes me think of the book that we're reading right now, um, The Wisdom of Walt, because the author of that book is actually a professor who teaches about the history of Disneyland. I mean, add that to my list of what I want to do when I grow up. So I think it definitely does allow you to play to different people. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's almost one of those like backwards things to think about. You're niching down, but you're also reaching multiple communities and drawing people from both of those communities. You know, ideally, you're going to get people who are in both of them with you. But we, I know that we might have some listeners who are only interested in the self-development style side of it. I think we have more that are just on the Disney side. So we try to kind of toe that line and and balance those two interests to try to make it palatable for, for everyone. Yeah, and I think that's what's really important too, kind of what 
you determine that you're going to do? Like, how do you connect with your audience? Obviously, doing a podcast, it's it's kind of weird sometimes because we're just we're just sitting here in our office talking um, and just trying to reach out to people. But Sasha, something that she does that I love is that she really has found a way to get people involved. So, you know, we talked about how she creates lesson plans and, you know, she has other people who write articles, you know, on topics about Disneyland, obviously, that kind of relate to her interests and those types of things, you know, if it's not just a one-way street, it's definitely going to allow you to have that bigger feel for the community that you're kind of going for. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think, like, one thing that is important to point out is that whenever you share and mix, like, your other talents or interests within just the context of the Disney community – you're doing everybody else a service by sharing your knowledge, sharing your approach to things, you know, and and helping other people to adopt maybe some of the stuff that you're working on or, you know, whatever it might be. is Like pretty much a, a ton of the people that we have interviewed have a normal day job that they bring to the table and they have different experiences. They're at different points in their careers and just seeing how those things have molded them and like how they still come back to Disney, I think is so interesting to hear. And that's what attracts me to people who have something pretty unique going on. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, Sasha definitely plays on her, you know, background and skill as being a historian. And so many other people that we've talked to are you know, in different realms, whether they're marketing or they've always been artistic, you know, they are able to tie that into whatever it is that they're doing. And to see those things come together is just so cool. Yeah. And I think it's important to share those things of like where your talents are and where your experiences have taken you because then somebody else can maybe that's the hurdle that they need to get over to start their project or try something new, whatever it might be, you know, I think that's, it's important. You know, if, if you're an academic and you have been scared to explore Disney as a topic, I would imagine Sasha's website would be the perfect catalyst to realize that it, that it has so much potential in that area. Oh, for sure. And just, you know, if that's something that you're personally interested in, I feel like, you know, the more research you do on any given topic, really, you know, and the more knowledgeable you can be, the better equipped you would be to share that. Yeah. So I think we've covered this topic fairly well. Hopefully it's made sense to you guys. This one's a little bit hard to like, you know, wrap your mind around because it's a lot of hypotheticals. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think... At the same time, it's not as hard as we're making it seem because, like we said, so many people already marry these things together, even if it is just kind of taking your background knowledge from your 9-to-5 job and putting it with your love for Disney. So that can be the easy takeaway. Yeah. There are so many accounts that I've seen. They're like, Disney teacher, 19, 
92, you know? <laughs> and I think that's so cool that people find connections between different aspects of their lives and put them out there. I agree. Well, good deal. So we are going to take a quick break and hear a message from our partners, and then we will be back to cover the rest of the Disney portion of this episode, even though it's pretty much all been Disney. It's always all Disney. Bear with us. So this episode is brought to you by David's DVC Rentals. Catherine, we are out of DVC points. It is quite sad. We've used all of ours up for this year, but we are used to that DVC lifestyle. I can't go back to the All-Star. It's not that I'm too good for it. It's just a different way of vacationing. And if you try it out, I promise you that you will love it as well. Renting DVC points is such a great way to test it out before you make that really big investment into DVC. So to learn more and to get a quote, go to detourtoneverland.com forward slash DVC or hit the link in our show notes. So we're back to talk about quotes first off. And this first one is kind of a given, I feel like, because it very much relates to Walt and his love for history and a lot of the things that he put into the parks um, that kind of just scream everything that Sasha is trying to share with us. So she shared this with us as well, but the quote is... Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Two things we talked about in the episode. Hard facts. I've always skimmed over that part until we talked to Sasha. I think it's easy to overlook because we don't want to think about facts when you go to Disney World. You want to think about the fantasy and the stories and princesses. But Walt speaks a lot of truth and shares a lot of, you know, what he loves about, obviously, America in the parks, in the different, you know, um, lands. Yeah. The second part of that, an inspiration to all the world. We're not going to get into it too much, but they didn't say childless millennials cannot go. I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because we fall into that category, it struck a nerve. But I think we're all in agreement that anybody ranting or posting articles about that lives a sad life. But I do think if we reel it back in, Disney is definitely an inspiration and so much of that is kind of based around the history of everything Um, and not just Walt's history but really the history of these little touches that he put in there like Sasha points out. Yep so the next one is also from Walt more applicable to kind of our idea of meshing ideas and that is money doesn't excite me my ideas excite me. You wanted to pull that one out. What did, what were your what was your mindset there? Well, so that one also comes from Walt. So we need to point that out. But really, this one kind of stood out to me for this episode because it's never, I guess, just for us, it's never about like the money or what you can, you know, get. Even our jobs. I mean, I'm a teacher. I don't expect to make a lot of money. But it's you know what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're passionate about that you know makes everything worth it or makes everything fun and keeps us up 
you know, way later than we should be at night because we want to work on things for detour. So I think those ideas that excite us or those passions that excite us, I think it's really important to follow those things. Um, And this kind of relates to what we're going to talk about on Friday too. But I think it's just important to follow those things rather than, you know, money or other, you know, fame fame or other ideas that we might have in our head for what success looks like. Because at the end of the day, at least to us, that's not what's important. Yep. So characters that we think embody kind of this thought process. I know we're missing some glaringly obvious ones and we just can't put our finger on them. And it, yeah, it's kind of late. <laughs> and so, we were we were struggling a little for the characters, to be honest. So this is a great opportunity. If you guys have any, leave them on our voicemail line and we'll play those in an upcoming episode. Or hit us up on social media and let us know which ones we missed. But we thought of three. I think they all make sense. I think they're, they all hold up. My last one is definitely the best. So the first one is Pocahontas. And I think the way that I was thinking about her is that she kind of meshes the two worlds between her family and, you know, the Native Americans and and everything with their culture and their relationship with the land and everything, but also having a genuine love for people and accepting John Smith, kind of meshing those two together and, you know, Obviously, it worked out well for her. (laughs) So the next one that I thought of was Jane from Tarzan. And when I thought about her, I think that she applies because she is wanting to share, you know, the history and, and obviously all the things that Tarzan doesn't know with him. So she's trying to teach him some of the things that maybe she's not super passionate about because he's also teaching her about the gorillas, which she's passionate about. So it's kind of that mutual mixing of just knowledge sharing between the two, I guess. Mm -hmm. Do you want to share your last one that you're so proud of? I do. So the last one that I'm so proud of. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Endgame, (laughs) you might want to skip this one. The last one that I'm so proud of is Professor Hulk. And I think this kind of goes with this episode because he obviously was able to mix his smarter professor brainiac side. Scientist. Scientist, whatever. Scientist side with his evil green Hulk side and put the two together to, you know, kind of get the best of both worlds. So... I'm patting myself on the back for that one. I think that was a good one. Yeah, it was okay. It's the, it's definitely the best character we came up with. <laughs> so I think that about wraps it up. Yep, I think that wraps it up for sure. So we will be back on Friday with episode number 119. We're going to be diving more into our blog topics that both of us posted about this week. If you didn't catch those in the newsletter today, you can sign up at Detour in Everland forward slash newsletter or just go to detourtoneverland.com and then go to our blog. Read up on those and give you kind of some more insight into the topics that we're talking about on Friday. So thank you guys so much for joining us. We've had a blast chatting about this one, and we'll be back on Friday.
See ya. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.